What's up, everybody, and welcome to Unlocking Kingdom Hearts, a limited series podcast exploring everything we love and don't love about Kingdom Hearts. I am your host, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, you might see me right on, on host things on IGN, GameSpot, kind of funny, the likes. Uh, and uh, joined with me today and for the entirety of this podcast is uh, a few uh, Kingdom Hearts experts, I would say as well as uh, a newbie who is completely new to the series and is looking forward to everything uh, that Kingdom Hearts has to offer. Uh, so without further ado, we have the host of Podcast Beyond and senior editor at IGN, Jonathan Dornbush. Jonathan, how are you? Hello, I'm doing great. It was when you said, uh, you said it so definitively that like we're here for the rest of this podcast. I'm like, oh, this is like a life bond I've ever been to. Like, this is <laughs> oh yeah, death. we're getting tattoos yeah. at, the, end, you know, at yeah. the end of this and everything. Perfect. Uh, no, I'm I'm into it. But no, yeah, I'm I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to have any excuse to talk about Kingdom Hearts, uh, especially with both longtime fans and someone who doesn't know what they're in for. Oh, uh, can't wait, can't wait. And uh, we also have writer currently, narrative designer at Sledgehammer Games, and the author of Kingdom Hearts Two from Boss Fight Books, Alexa Ray Korea. How are you? I'm excited to be doing this. <laughs> I am so excited to be doing this with you. We're going to do a pax east panel about kingdom hearts 3 specifically and then something happened and you had to bow out and you were just like how can i make it up to you and i was just like and i just like you didn't, you didn't even have to you didn't have to do it and but i was just like this is it like this is gonna this is like even better you know what i mean like we're talking about the whole series now so this is gonna be really exciting oh pop <laughs> and uh our newbie who is completely new to the franchise who like man i remember that i you know if you didn't know, listeners, uh, Swords and Smash. And I remember after the announcement trailer, uh, I saw this guy who I've worked with before, collaborated with before, and I saw he's like, that's it. I'm going to play through the entire Kingdom Hearts series. And I felt that passion uh, that I feel when it comes to Kingdom Hearts. And he hadn't even played the series yet. So I was like, this is the guy who I need on the podcast to play through it for the first time, get his reactions, get how he feels about these characters and the story uh creator and host of playstation source kevin diaz thank you for having me how are we doing what's going on yeah like kingdom hearts is one of those where um like long very very long story short right like growing up i didn't have a lot of access to like a lot of different games right it was just more on the accord of what my parents would buy me so uh you know it just ended up just being the annualized franchise like cod or whatever like just stuff that's easy to buy annually and that would hold my uh, just just something that you can replay a lot. And I wasn't exposed to a lot of like great single player games back on PS2 and PS3. That uh, I'm now going back and getting my feel for that. For, for you know, like just getting my thoughts on that and like how will you know just how will I feel about it as I'm playing through it. So uh, Kingdom Hearts is is now. It's now. Uh, there's a what's the phrase? Uh, May your heart be your guiding key. Your is that something key. going on? Yeah, key. I know yeah. that. Okay, so let's 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 get it going. I'm very very excited though. Very excited to see how we feel about it. Awesome. Very I'm excited. super. I'm super happy about your enthusiasm because you know Kingdom Hearts is a series that gets a lot of bad blood. That you know some people I think you know they have played the game. They're like, hey, there are some things I just don't like about this, and that's totally valid. But I also think that there are things that are a little bit blown out of proportion. Uh, Jonathan, I wanted to uh, mention <laughs> earlier when I introduced you that. Um, I remember, you know, as a fan of IGN, like before I got into the industry and things like that, there was no one at IGN that was a Kingdom Hearts fan, really, until you got onto the scene. 
and there's a certain person employee that no longer works there and they will remain nameless um that i remember just talking so much crap about kingdom hearts and he obviously didn't know what he was talking about and uh <laughs> so when you came on the scene i was just like oh thank god someone who knows what they're talking about so uh, i'm super excited to do this podcast uh with all of y'all yeah um i <clears throat> I mean, just on that note, it was just very fun to be able to have a like professional excuse to talk about all this info that was in my brain. So, you know, to have this show as well, to be able to do that with fellow fans is is going to be and hopefully a fellow future fan as well Indeed. Indeed. Uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And that video that you did uh, leading up to Kingdom Hearts 3 is iconic. Arguably one of the best <laughs> things IGN has made. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll take that happily. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, for those that are listening in, uh, what unlocking kingdom hearts is is more or less the goal for this podcast is to work as a companion piece for more more importantly new players uh who are new to the franchise um to get a you know kind of get an experts experts take on everything like learning uh the major plot points characters decisions uh fun facts about the development behind the games um, and of course, like us talking about like our favorite Disney worlds and things like that. And uh, we encourage you to write into us at uh, unlockingkingdomhearts at gmail.com, uh, where basically you can ask us questions about like how about regarding the specific uh, moments uh, or specific thing in the series, whatever it may be. Uh, and, you know, uh, we'll answer them. And there's also the, you know, if you want to share your favorite memories, if you are, uh, a returning player that's deciding to play through the series again uh, with us, uh, you can do that. Or if you're new and you're just like, hey, I love this moment. What did you guys think about this moment? Things like that. Um, I really want to encourage the audience to interact with us uh, and we can like share our favorite things because this is what we're here to do. We're here to talk about Kingdom Hearts and uh, why we love it so much. And uh, yeah. Um, but with that being said, like, even though we have like some very like well-known beloved people in the industry who love kingdom hearts we're not perfect we might make mistakes uh we might say something wrong and if you were you know a kingdom hearts fan listening and you hear that you know you can write into us and, and and correct us in case we didn't catch it but you know be respectful about it don't don't be don't be rude don't be like hey stupid idiots you you call yourself kingdom hearts fans and you said this wrong and blah 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 it happens it happens you know we'll we'll, we'll correct ourselves if if we uh if we need to okay um so i wanted to go around the panel more specifically jonathan and alexa and talk about your history with kingdom hearts and really what kingdom hearts uh means to you uh uh alexa you go first no no um so i played kingdom hearts for the first time with my my two younger siblings we're all five years apart i was uh, i was like 14 when like the first came out so we, we had a we had a baby and like a child and it was at a point in our life when the three of us weren't really seeing eye to eye like we were very separate um i wrote a story about it actually for polygon when i was there my middle brother has uh, achondroplasia which is a strain of dwarfism so my parents were constantly back and forth to specialists with him and i sort of ended up raising my younger brother and so when my middle brother raymond was much better he was home all the time and our family was home all the time the three of us sort of and jake the youngest one came into consciousness we were like three strangers we were kind of like okay what do we what do we do 
and you know we had all of our consoles and my mom made like a hail mary stop at like GameStop one day and came home with Kingdom Hearts because we were a Disney family and she was like oh Disney is on this play it and I was like okay like play it with your brothers and it ended up becoming I'm a huge anime person like Final oh, Fantasy yeah. nut like weeb to the core oh, so yeah. I loved it and my younger brothers were brought into it too and so this became like the thing we did when um I came home from school and then my brother came home from school my little brother would like have the PlayStation ready to go and be like okay we're gonna play through today and so that was our thing and we played two together chain of memories we played passing like we were all crowded around the Game Boy and like passing it to each other it was really quite sweet and as we have um sort of, I've moved to California. Uh, my youngest brother now lives in Boston, about to move to New York City, and the other one still lives back home in Connecticut. And we still sort of like, we've book clubbed the games that have come out since I've, uh, since I've moved away. So it's been a really strong influence in my life. And I've had a couple of really great opportunities to interact with the series in really big, really powerful ways, which is I think why I've sort of held on to it so strongly. Um, I have interviewed Nomura a couple times, but there was an incident in the dream. Oh my gosh, she said it. Oh my gosh, she said it. Oh my gosh, she said it. I have invoked the name. Ben and his gazed upon him in all of his glory. We're only one person away. Like, think about that. Like, we're only one person away. It's intimidating. I don't. I mean, I don't want to steal Alexis Thunder, but I, I like, I interviewed him once or twice too, and it's like it was a lot as a fan of the series. Yeah, it's. Like, I remember, yeah. I remember, I'm sorry, really quick. I remember meeting you, Jonathan, for the first time at, I think it was Beyond Alive or something like that. It was during Kind Sounds, of Funny Prom. Yeah. And I asked you, what was it like being in Namora's presence? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the question I had to ask you. Um, but yeah, it was just like, I, God, it's the dream, the dream. Anyway, Alexa, <laughs> go ahead. I think he's gotten a little more tired over the years. He doesn't, um, he doesn't he's, rest. <laughs> he doesn't he's rest. Very, yeah, right. Give him some rest. He's always in flip-flops, which I've, which, you know, be comfortable. King, guy. king, king shit um, right there. King. Absolutely. King shit. But he's, he's very quiet. Like he definitely has like a very, like, there's a lot simmering under there. Like he's constantly thinking there's a lot going on. But um, he saw the Polygon story that I wrote about how Kingdom Hearts connected uh, me with my siblings. And um, while I was at New York Comic Con that year, uh, a Square Enix PR person called me and was like, hey, can you please come to the booth? And I was like, oh, no, I ruined something. Like, I think that was the year Drakengard 3 was coming out. And I'm like, oh, no, I screwed up my preview. I don't know. And I get there and she goes, uh, Nomura-san would like to talk to you. And I was like... No, no, no. Oh what? And so she led me into this room and he um, he said to me or with, with him in the translator, my Japanese is really rusty back then. And he said, I read your story. It means a lot to me. That's why I make these games like it was very touching. And he actually gave me he gave me a gift um, that was a set of uh, the limited edition it was the Kingdom Hearts two figures. Uh, four of them together and he wrote on it and signed his name and in japanese he wrote always stay close to your loved ones and then signed his name um and he was like this is like i i this is why i make these games like thank you for writing that and i started to cry and he was like please don't cry like it was very <laughs> i was just like bawling in front of him i'm trying not to um, cry right like, now like i'm but he's like, trying not to cry he, he he's a really like he he genuinely and that's when it's sort of like to inter interact with the creator that's when i sort of learned that the person who's making these games and the person who's like the driving creative force behind them truly deeply like cares about what he's putting into it and how the characters are acting and then the message that you're 
taking away from playing it. And that sent me down, you know, the wormhole that uh, led to my, my, my book. Um, and the book, I remember when I first pitched to Boss Fight, I actually pitched um, a, a deep dive on the themes of family trauma and I self-identity in Final Fantasy IX. And they were like, well, this is interesting, but like, what else you got? And I was like, well, I could read about Kingdom Hearts. And they were like, well, what about Kingdom Hearts? And I launched into this tirade about like self and memory and bromance and like Mickey as like the King Arthurian hero based on the medieval romantic lay. And the, uh, the publisher was like, I think that's what your book is about. So I ended up writing this collection of essays about themes that I have found. So I sort of use Kingdom Hearts too as the touch point. Um, themes that I have found in that series that like you look at it and it looks like you know Goofy and Donald running around hitting things you're hitting things with a giant key there's all this random Disney stuff going on and it seems really goofy and weird but when you take it at face value there's still so much being um, poured at you you just have to be open to it when you're looking at it and so that kind of kept me on this train and that is my relationship with kingdom hearts and i'm having a kingdom hearts themed wedding in disney world that's how much oh, i love wow. let's go <laughs> oh, oh man i mean my my wedding ring is kingdom hearts themed for those that are watching i know it's so pretty um but outside of that it's uh yeah but that's that's amazing yeah like Namor meeting namora is literally i already told celia that like that will be the third best day of my life like till the day i die it'll be like marrying you having our kids and then meeting Namora. Like that is straight up. Like I want, I want her, I want him to sign my arm so I can get a tattoo. Like I want his signature on me. Like, like that's how much I love Namora. Um, and I just, yeah, I think that he's absolutely incredible. And I think he doesn't get enough credit as a, as a, as a director, as a creator. Like I tell people like that he is one of the most important creators in gaming, like right now. And some people think like, I'm think I'm crazy. And I'm like, do you like not think about all the things that he contributes to like every game that square on the japanese side like releases like he his he is on everything like regardless of directing and then he does kingdom hearts all on his own as well i mean tyree you say does the combat and stuff like that but yeah it's just like he is absolutely he just does he just keeps working like you thought you all say sakurai needs to rest nomura needs to rest he needs a break you know what i mean um so yeah absolutely uh jonathan tell us about your history with kingdom hearts i mean my history is yeah just trying to make sure nomura gets like a good night's sleep is yeah. my hope at the end of the day. I know like to that point, it's a funny thing to talk about, but I do remember, I swear there was like some story at some point where it was like between final fantasy seven remake and kingdom hearts three, he basically was just like going back and forth and, and like barely sleeping. And, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to finish final fantasy seven remake. Then immediately finish kingdom hearts three. And it's like, Oh my God, that man needs a vacation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I guess to like start from the beginning, um, uh, my, my beginning was less of a chance encounter, but it, it still was like, I I was not really into much anime or anything like that. I was not actually allowed to play Final Fantasy because I was brought up in a what? very, like, very, very prim and proper house. And my parents learned that they cursed in one of the Final Fantasies and were like, oh, we can't <laughs> let you play it. Um, so I never Dirty played... Dirty series, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I... Uh, I never got to play any of those and, and, and missed out on that until later in life. But I was a huge Disney fan, was brought up on Disney. Like my whole family was a big Disney uh, house. And so 
would watch Disney Channel all the time. And I remember seeing this commercial on the Disney Channel that was like, whoa, you can go to all these cool Disney planets and you can fight alongside Tarzan and do X, Y, and Z. And it was like, blew my mind as a kid was just the idea of like, oh, I get to go fight with Mickey and Tarzan and Simba and have this amazing adventure with Donald and Goofy. And also there's a giant key or something like it. The the whole, I guess, Square Enix side of it didn't really, Squaresoft at the time, I guess, didn't really factor in for me, but it was that Disney love that immediately got me into it. And so that Christmas I got a PS2 and a copy of Kingdom Hearts and I plugged it in for the first time when like all my family was over and I just like went up to my room and, and plugged it in and put in the disc, watched the, the opening cutscene with like young Jonathan's jaw just on the floor just couldn't believe how amazing and cool it was. And obviously, you know, simple and clean just was instant classic for me. And I watched it and then it just immediately hit reset on the PS2 and watched it again and then <laughs> yes. hit reset again. And nice. I think I was up there for like a good half hour just watching the intro because like my family was downstairs having Christmas together and I was like, no, I need to watch this cutscene over and over. <laughs> and so I did that. And I think I played for like an hour or two and then and then had to stop, you know, and go see everyone. And then that was like that whole Christmas break was just falling in love with that game and, and finding so much to love and care about it. And just over time, you know, continuing to fall for each game in new and different ways. And I think talking to what Alexa was saying, like there is so much there. I think it's the same thing when you talk about Disney stuff in general, like it is easy to just look at it and be like, oh, it's a fluffy kids cartoon animated movie that I'm going to see. But there are always themes working underneath it. And there's always a lot of complex stuff going. And when you have a series like this that has been going for decades now and has all of these branching paths and characters and ideas and, and themes to it, there's so much to explore. And I think that's what really really kept me coming back throughout throughout the years. And then, of course, you know, speaking similar, similarly to Alexa, like getting to then put that into the world in a professional capacity was also just felt like a gift in a certain way to like give back in some way that the, the games gave to me to give back to, to be able to speak with fans, to be able to speak to the developers, you know, was, was mind blowing as a fan first and foremost. And, you know, I, I, I think just to have been able to see it on both sides of it, one, I have that same sort of like massive respect for the amount of work and pressure and like a thing I'm sure we'll get into is like, my God, the just amount on like a logistical level that these developers must have to deal with of dealing with Disney and Square Enix and their own internal things that they're creating for the games. Like there's so much going on and so many hoops to have to jump through, presumably to get everything to work. And it does. And the fact that it works as well, that it makes us all want to do this show and makes people want to keep talking about these games and keep playing them and hold out hope for Kingdom Hearts 3 over a decade, <laughs> you know, like, um, I, I think that's what always kept me coming back to it was like, there's something at the core of it that that creates that passion and, and being able to dive into that and being able to explore that is not something that uh, I, I think I get to do too often, but like when I get to, it, it's always an amazing experience. So getting to do this show is a really exciting opportunity, I think to reflect on that now at, at such a point where we are with the series. That was a bit of a ramble, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right about a lot of things. And I, I think that, um, I think that the thing, like you're talking about like rewatching the intro over and over again. I think that those were things that uh, as Kingdom Hearts fans, we looked forward to with each game, like almost as important as the, the game itself. We're just like, I can't wait to see what the intro is going to be like. I can't wait to see like what the secret cutscene is going to be, even though I don't know what the story is going to be like, oh, yeah. you know, leading up to it. Like those things are like, I can't wait to see the main menu design because, you know, the main menu is so simple, but elegant. And like, you know, that when you play a Kingdom Hearts game, 
like that you're about to experience something unique and special whether you like really it really connects with you or not but like i think that everyone can recognize like this is something that is unique in its own right and you know at least should be recognized as such um but and and just to that point of like i i think the way they seeded the the excitement and the mystery for fans throughout the years was also something that always kept me coming back where like the secret videos or getting to see the new cutscene that like hinted at characters or things like that was especially in like early internet days when when it wasn't constantly logged into twitter but it was going to multiple kingdom hearts fan sites and on forums and and you know yeah. trying to look into things i still i think get happy birthday messages from a couple kingdom hearts forums i signed up for a Aww. decade ago those and, like, were the days <laughs> those, that was so much of my time when in those early days when you were waiting in between and so i think like the those these games just naturally foster that excitement and that that enthusiasm if you're as as we've said like i think if if you're willing to understand that there's more to it than as we've said some people see it and go oh it's just this goofy kids thing with disney in it but there is so much more to it and i think digging into that is what keeps me coming back always yeah absolutely um so regarding my background with kingdom hearts uh i remember uh kind of similar to you jonathan seeing kingdom hearts on tv and just being like i want i want this like i love disney like you know growing up i had almost every disney movie from like the 80s to like that current time on vhs like i i was a big disney kid um and i told my mom like I really want this for Christmas. Like literally, if you just gave me this, like I'd be, I would shut up and be like super happy with this. And then I got Kingdom Hearts. And then like the next year, like without even asking it, cause I wasn't, you know, I didn't really have access to internet. So I didn't really know about the games and things like that. I got Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance. I was just like, oh, this is the next one. Oh my God. You know, and then the, and then the following like two years after that, I was like Kingdom Hearts 2. I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I, and you know, shout out to my mom. Um, and just being absolutely blown away by the characters and just how they're able to complement like this action RPG Japanese genre to Disney characters and make it a very compelling story that like of character relationships that I still like, I still love so, so much. Um, and especially like, even though I wouldn't say like I had a bad upbringing or anything like that, but like I did, I like, I did live in a physically abusive household and I do like, you know, kingdom hearts was like kind of like a light in the darkness for me. You know, it, it brought me joy. It brought that like Disney whimsicalness that like, I think that even though I love kingdom hearts two most out of the series, I think that kingdom hearts one did it better than it, it, it very much like had that Disney magic. And I think it just grabbed you in and it kind of like loosened the reins on that whimsicalness as it moved along because you know you even disney became more of a i don't want to say a plot device but it was more um it was more about the the main story with the original characters moving on from the first game because you know um that's just kind of what you, you got to do um but uh, this this franchise just means so much to me um i really can't put it into words my favorite franchise of any medium um, Tetsuya Nomura is just like a god to me and um, I'm very thankful that he was able to create this wonderful uh, IP with absolutely phenomenal characters and um, yeah I, I don't know I just uh, you know it's just it's a very it's just very important to me that's I don't, I don't know what else I can say but I, I, I cherish it dearly 
and um, I can't wait to uh, play through the series uh, with people who uh, have the same love and and you know hopefully soon to be love <laughs> that uh, I do because uh, yeah it's this is a very special no pressure this yeah, is right. a very special <laughs> franchise and um, I think that um, a lot of people. I just think a lot of people don't give it um, its fair due. Like they, they they don't just like give it a chance. Like like if you if, if you're if you're listening to this like just to like hone in and support whatever it may be, and you're like not even planning on playing Kingdom Hearts, you're just listening to Episode Zero for whatever reason. Like if you've been told this that or that whatever something negative about Kingdom Hearts, like just go in just go in and see how you like it. Like there's no issue there's no issue for you to just give this a shot, play the first game. And if it just turns you off completely, then that's fine. But I just want you to kind of give your own unbiased opinion on trying these games because yes, they're not for everybody, but for the people that they are for, I think that it's for a lot of people, their favorite storytelling, their favorite cast of characters in gaming, like for like, you know, or it's like in the conversation. Uh, So that's really what I want this podcast to be is I want it to be like primarily a platform for people to kind of go through the series for the first time and have have us as a panel to kind of ease them into things and help them understand things better on on things they may not on they may not understand and just kind of in, go for the ride and go for the journey because it does it's like a roller coaster there's some incredibly high highs and there are some lows but as a whole it's still my favorite it's still my favorite video game franchise. It's some of my favorite storytelling ever. And I think that, um, uh, I, I just think that people should just kind of give, let, let them decide. Don't let other people tell you. So, right. um, but Kevin, you are new to kingdom hearts. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. you are the prime example of, you know, being told this, that, or the other about kingdom hearts and deciding, you know what, I'm going to figure, I'm going to play it for myself and I'm going to, and I'm going to make my own opinion. Because the thing is, like, we're not ex- we're not expecting you to like be like <laughs> us at the end of this. We just yeah. want someone that's new, that's oh, dedicated. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, oh, right, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, mentality. <laughs> um, but we, we want we want you to like uh, be able to give a perspective of playing this game in 2022, right? This is yeah. the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. Like, there are some things that may not have aged well over time that you would see with fresh new eyes they'd be like hey like you know this thing didn't really work for me or like oh i really like this part like uh you know tell us what you think about uh what you like have heard of kingdom hearts in the past i guess and like what you're hoping to uh get out of it as you play through it for the first time yeah i've heard it from two two angles that we've brought up right we're like i've heard the crowd that they dismiss it. They go, oh, it's 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 story is too complex. Da, da, da. There's there's too much going on. It's hard to follow. There's too many games that are on different you know devices. It's not like a centralized thing. Grand, you know, like uh, granted, we have the all in one package now, which is great, right? But um, before that existed, and like before Kingdom Hearts three, that was still like the the thing that I would hear a lot about the series. But then on the other side, right, my brother, Christian Buckley, love him to death, he he lives, dies, breathes Kingdom Hearts, just like you guys, right? And like he's he's been the one that's like, hey, it's 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 more than that. Like it's 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 incredible uh, that this and that third, whatever. Um actually fun fact, uh we do a podcast together, Joy Joy Clicks Gamescast, and I think this must have been like three years ago now. 
it was it was when Kingdom Hearts three released actually. So so maybe two years ago. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, it's been three oh, years since. Oh Kingdom yeah, Hearts 3. yeah, yeah. It was it was no, January. No, no. It was it was it was January too, right? It was in January, I think. It, yeah, it January. Released, yeah. yeah, January. The end of January. He made a seventy a seventy page PowerPoint going over the entire story of Kingdom Hearts, right? As like that's impressive. Yeah, and and he seventy pages. Seventy page slide. He still has it. He definitely still has it. It's it's on YouTube for sure. But um, like that's the level of depth that like he's had, right? So I've had it from two extremes, and I think there's like a few reasons why I'm sitting here and like I said yes to this and like I want to do this and play through all these games. Part of it is because um I know Kingdom Hearts does have a very specific tie to PlayStation. I love PlayStation. It's it's one of those things where I feel like that's definitely a blind spot, right? In in my love for the brand and I really want to know firsthand what makes Kingdom Hearts so special. That's a big part. The other part is uh I've listened to a few tracks from Kingdom Hearts and they they are oh, good. Yeah, they baby. are good. They are good. They are oh. they are very good. My, my yeah, my like latest exposure was uh I was at a venue where Skrillex was performing, and he performed oh, face, face my, my fears, fears. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is a track. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 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 this is the one here. But um, yes. so it's a lot of that. But I think the main the main reason why I'm here, right, um, is because of course y'all probably recall. March 2020, you know, the, the, the platinum came to society, you know what I'm saying? The, the old, the old P word, you know what I'm saying? Came to us. We've been going through a sense, whatever. But at the start of that, um, and I think it came out in April, but Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. So I had never played a Final Fantasy in my life before this point. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know what? Let me just try it, you know? Let me just try it. So during during lockdown, I played the remake and I ended up falling in love with this game in such a way that I've never fallen in love with any piece of media ever. Like I became like unhealthily obsessed with Final Fantasy VII. I still love it to this day. It's my favorite game of all time. I went back and played the original after remake. So I did my due diligence. Like I'm not just stuck on remake. Like I went through the whole story of the original game. And, um, like, having that escape and, like, having something, and specifically, like, not even just, like, a movie or a song, but, like, having a game, my, like, favorite media, right, like, give me such a, like, childhood energy and a childhood love that I hadn't felt, like, in a while, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I had, like, a bad, you know, childhood or anything like that, like, I'm not trying to say that, but, like... You know, I don't know. You you get older and like, yeah, that was a good movie. You know, like yeah, like that was that was a good show. That was a good game. But like, there was something different about remake that like completely just like changed me. Like I I feel like I really became like a different person after remake and like after going through Five Nights Seven. And so with Nomura being behind that, and then seeing like the the. The, the the main, like, energy of Sora being at the Smash, right? Because, like, I would say in passing, like, hey, I'm with the Kingdom Hearts community. I want Sora and Smash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just be, like, Andre, like, cheerleader. Like, hey, I want I want you guys to have that. Because, like, that that sounds cool. 
right? But it was always a question out of that. But then when it actually came to fruition and, like, when Cameron was talking about that tweet that I sent, like, that was genuinely, like, I felt that energy. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why I'm hype for Sora to be in Smash, but I've never played a lick of Kingdom Hearts, you know? So that's really why... That's that's really the road that got me to here, where I I have to see the series for for what it is and and play them all, you know, and have it on the record and see how I feel about it. Um, as a fresh step, guys, because also I bet that there's a lot of people like me out there that have not touched Kingdom Hearts, you know, and um, I do think that like while obviously of course like y- you guys are gonna be able to uh, inform me on things that I'm, you know, like you what sure what I'm stuck on, yeah, like, like yeah. things that confuse yeah. me, but like um. Like- yeah, I, go ahead. I, I bet you're going to ask a lot of questions, and then we're just going to be like, you'll see. Like, it'll <laughs> yeah. be like, we, we, yeah. can't, we can't tell you yet. You'll yeah. get the answer, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just I just know that, like, there's a lot of people out there that are in my position, right? That, like, you know, and when Jonathan was talking about it, I do remember those ads on Disney Channel about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that was like a, that, that was a back there memory that I totally forgot about. Yeah, but, like, now I know, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, they, they that was Kingdom Hearts. So yeah. You probably saw that. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was Kingdom Hearts. That's crazy. But um, it's time. I'm 23. It's time to time to sit down and play the Kingdom Hearts. You know, it's time. It's time. I'm very excited to do it, though. I'm very <laughs> I excited. I am so excited to play and talk about all these games with you. Uh, all of you um so yeah uh next thing i want to talk about is the order of kingdom hearts at least the order that we are going to uh go episode wise when it comes to this podcast um because later on in the series it gets a little dicey you know there are kind of multiple things like happening at the same time so me uh jonathan and alexa kind of decided as uh a council as to what we were going to Cover in uh, you could say an organization, an organization, organization. we all got there. Um, yeah, (laughs) that uh, to to, to decide, like, oh, this episode we're gonna cover. So, most episodes are gonna cover uh, one specific episode, but or one specific game. But as we get farther along, there might be like smaller experiences that we will package together into one episode. Um, so with that being said, without further ado, we're uh the next episode, the it will be for Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. Um, after that, it'll be Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. You can play either the Game Boy Advance version, which I'll be playing, or the remake, which I know that uh, a lot of people will be playing because that's the one that's in the all-in-one package. Um, after that, we got Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. We'll have Kingdom Hearts uh, 358 over two days. Yes, we will be playing it. Uh, got the DS copy and everything. If you decide to just watch the cutscenes. Feel free, but we will be talking about the gameplay aspects and things like that um, for 352 uh, over two days. Uh, 358 over two days, I'm sorry. Um, After that, we'll have Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. uh, Kingdom Hearts Recoded, another DS game that we will indeed be playing and discussing the gameplay elements as well. But if you want to watch the cutscenes in the all-in-one package, you can do that as well, uh, whichever you prefer. Um, After that, we have Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. And this is where things get a little bit weird. Uh, We got, (laughs) for the episode after dream drop we'll be doing kingdom hearts union cross part one uh just the cutscenes. we're not gonna be talking about gameplay just the cutscenes. back cover which is a part of the all-in-one package and uh 0.2 a fragmentary passage which is kind of like the prologue to kingdom hearts 3 um and for those that are wondering about union cross how to get access to the cutscenes, just look it up on youtube 
um, and we will uh, kind of explain closer to you uh, to that episode how far um, we're going to be covering that Union Cross story because there is kind of like a eventful moment in the middle and it's kind of splits off to a second part of that story i know it's a little bit confusing and i'm you know i know that kingdom hearts gets a little a little a little uh, crap for being confusing at times this part we do have to kind of we had to make a call and this is honestly the best way to go about it for the narrative um after that we have kingdom hearts 3 the remind dlc and the uh, melody and memory cutscenes in one episode and then for the last episode covering the games, we have the second half of Union Cross as well as Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. Um, at the end of this, we will probably have a, you know, a final episode for the time being um, to talk about our experiences throughout the entire series, the highs, the lows, everything like that. Um, but we're also not against uh, the idea of coming back once a new Kingdom Hearts comes out kind of talk about how we feel about that and kind of making this like even though it's a limited series podcast where we're not going to be releasing episodes all the time we'll still be like up you know releasing episodes to talk about new things as they come along uh so yeah that is basically our episode zero of unlocking kingdom hearts um you know so we can wrap things up here uh jonathan is there anything you wanted to plug or anything as we uh wrap things up I would like to plug this show. <laughs> I think you should listen to it. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, no, I genuinely, uh, like, very, very excited to do this. It's been a while since I played some of the older ones, so I'm, I'm really excited to revisit things, uh, dive deep into the, what we loved back then, what we love now, hopefully what Kevin enjoys now, and, and you know, uh, what does and doesn't work. I think there's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. But no, uh, I... I I guess if you also want to hear another podcast about a JRPG, I do do one for uh, Persona 5 Royal called Take Your Time, uh, where my uh, co-host Tom Marks and I are playing through that game week by week since it has like an in-game calendar that's just like our real-life calendar. So we're playing it day by day, week by week, and that's been uh, a lot of fun. A very, very That is, uh, my friend Barrett Courtney called it the longest spoiler cast in existence, uh, which we, we use that that mark proudly. But yeah. Uh, if, if you want more JRPG goodness from another company, uh, go check that out. What a smart concept, though, the cal- doing Definitely. it with the calendar. It so worked smart. out. It's awesome. Definitely. It worked out so well. It's really funny. The calendar lines up perfectly with the in-game one next year. And so a lot of people were like, or excuse me, this year it lines up. Uh, even though we started it last year, it's like a day off. And people were like, why didn't you just wait a year? And we were like... Because we had the time and wanted to play. So <laughs> yeah. it now works. It, like, it works. You can listen to it whenever. You can start from the beginning and just go through. Uh, so, yeah, that worked out really well. But, uh, yeah, I'm never never against doing a very long podcast about a game series I love. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Awesome. Uh, Alexa? Um, I am also going to just plug this show. I came out of podcast retirement for this. I'm so excited about it. Like, I'm, I'm so excited to talk with you guys who love it as much as i do and um i'm also i'm really looking forward to seeing how you react to very specific things kevin like if you see something and just have a reaction like take a note or like text text us or something because like i'm i already have a million questions for you (laughs) and you don't know what they are and you won't know until you like get there i'm I'm excited for these questions i'm like are these questions like i want to know what the questions are because i'm like is it something that I could answer too? You know, I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I feel I'll... like we we yeah. I was gonna say like I feel like we all know that we love Kingdom Hearts, but I feel like outside of very specific like 
obvious things that we talk about. Like, everyone knows I love Riku. Riku is my boy. But, like, outside of that, and I, I love Kingdom Hearts too. but outside of that, like, we don't really know, like, what specific things we really, really love about Kingdom Hearts. So I'm excited to, like, kind of divulge into those things. Like, um, you know, like, I know that, that Jonathan really still loves the first Kingdom Hearts story and things like that. But, like, outside of that, you know. So I'm kind of excited to, like, dive, again, like, talk about these things. I can't wait to find out who has the hottest takes that Twitter will get. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll be, be great. But yeah, no, it, it's oh, going to be uh, bring them. <laughs> it's going to be really no. fun to dive into that. So I'm, I'm totally with you. I think it's going to be so interesting to like really dig into that stuff on, on a, a granular level. Yeah. Like I, I think I just want to say, oh, no, no, go oh, ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, no matter what anyone, anyone says to us on Twitter, no matter what you write to us, you can't hurt us. We waited 15 years We're for Kingdom a Hearts fans. You, yeah, can't you can't hurt, hurt us. us. Yeah. We've been through you so can't. much. <laughs> you can't hurt us. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, like, okay, like, do I do I play this with, like, my Mac nearby and just jot down questions? Like, just just thoughts yeah. I have? Yeah, that's what I'm probably going to end up doing. Yeah, the yeah. Notes just, just, just have friend. Yeah, Notes yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be doing that. But um, thank you, of course, for having me on. Um, I'm just casually plug myself also yeah listen good. to this show listen to this show right <laughs> if you're a new one come on with me you know we'll, we're, we're on the same boat it's gonna be a great time you know unless i hate it y'all ever like thought you about that 100 you, you know you, won't. you won't. Oh, i don't i honestly yeah. don't think you will i honestly don't think that's you what will. i'm saying yeah you I think it's unlikely. How you felt about seven remake that's as what... someone who didn't play a lot of kingdom hearts or excuse me a lot of final fantasy but knows like i also really love seven remake for very similar reasons i do think there's a lot of crossover in terms of 100 percent emotion yeah. and theme and that's and stuff i think you can see no exactly. written all over remake oh, yeah sure. that's what i'm assuming that's what i've heard from a lot of different people that have said that that like hey you know like namora's style is all over that and i loved that <laughs> so i think we should be good um but uh if you want my other content of course uh you to the comments says youtube.com slash playstation source um in the theme of other limited run podcast series i'm doing road to forbidden west the weekly podcast dedicated to any and all things horizon zero dawn and horizon forbidden west leading up to the leading up to the release of the game of course and then spoiler cast review all that good stuff with my co-host joe mr babbit moran of ps trophy room big fan of him obviously and uh, uh that's been a super fun show to do so far we have two episodes as of this recording might be more when this comes out but um that's been fun but any playstation coverage of course uh youtube.com to plays and source all that great stuff so very very excited very excited awesome can't wait uh thanks everybody for listening in or watching uh the this episode zero of unlocking kingdom hearts I can't wait to talk about Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts 1. Even if you got the PS2 version, if, like that works, you know, you can play that version. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that with uh, all of y'all and talking about the everything that's great about that. And uh, until next time, may your heart be your guiding key.